This is Cyrus Fees, voice of the NWA, Global Force Wrestling, and fight shows around the world. You're listening to The Kings of the Ring. You're listening to The Kings of the Ring Podcast Network. Previously on Kings of the Ring, Michael Angel told his father about Julian's offer to come to New York, and Bert promptly kicked him out of All South and out of his life. And just as the Tarzan kid was making his pitch for the top spot in Empire, Michael Angel, Corporal Punishment, and Killian Kavanaugh showed up, making the locker room that much more crowded with top draws. And finally, Charlie Gotch was driven to the brink by his war with Julian, suffering a panic attack that affected him to the extent that he thought he was having a fatal heart attack. With the stakes elevated, Charlie played the loyalty card and enlisted the services of one of his most prized students, who also happens to be the Empire Champion, as he was explicitly instructed to double-cross Thor in their match and break his leg. Today's episode would be rated M.A. for profanity and graphic descriptions of disturbing violence. The part of Michael Angel will now be played by Cyrus Fees. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kings of the Ring. Charlie Gotch's Wrestling Camp, Elkhorn, Wisconsin, Gotch Family Farms. The year is 1975. The winter air makes the ropes extra tight in the wrestling ring this afternoon, as another grueling training session is on. Charlie Gotch is in the ring, wearing a sweatshirt, a beanie hat, a towel around his neck, and a whistle. Inside the ring and at ringside, there are various wrestlers paired off. A young Donnie Gold, with a short brown flat top haircut to look like Crusher Krawcheck, is paired up with someone who looks like a Hells Angel biker gang member. Also in the ring is Prince Abdullah Akbar, but with a full head of thick black hair and a whistle around his neck as well. A young Thor Hansen, also with a Crusher Krawcheck-inspired flat top, is sitting on an outside chair. In front of him is Dan Sanders, who ignores Hansen and the other trainees, as he's back visiting on a day off, but just to observe, not to train anyone anymore. Abdullah is leading. All right, again! All of the wrestlers paired up, wrapping and intertwining their arms around each other's arms and necks, in the classic collar-and-elbow lockup. In the ring, the biker locks up with Donnie quite sloppily, gets frustrated, pulls his arm away, and punches Donnie with full force right in the gut. Donnie's gigantic belly ripples as Donnie bowls over. <coughs> what are you doing? And out of breath, Donnie asks, Again! Donnie locks up and he lets the biker back him into the corner. The biker pulls away for a moment and punches Donnie square in the eye. Donnie bends down, holding his face. He recovers for a moment, then shoves the biker, who clumsily falls back into the ropes. The biker comes back immediately and swings at Donnie, but is held back by the others, and they're separated. All right, all right, enough. If you potatoes me one more time, swear to God, Charlie. Charlie waves off Donnie and approaches the biker. Yeah, you're a strong one, ain't you, Tiger? Been watching you all day. Keep stiffing my boys. I'm not stuffing anybody. I've been punching guys, because that's what I do in a fight. <laughs> but we're teaching you to be a wrestler, not a fighter. Well, I ain't doing any of that fake shit. Okay. Abby, you come work with our biker friend here. Just these two, everyone. Everybody watch, and we'll show you the proper way to handle this. 
Charlie gives Abdullah a nod. They lock up. Abdullah, only a few years removed from the Olympics, maneuvers him with ease. The biker, frustrated, goes to deck him. Abby catches his arm in mid-motion, grabs and twists it judo-style, sending the biker flipping to the mat on his back. Abby stands above him and holds his feet so his legs are up in the air. He holds the biker's right foot and jumps up in the air and falls with his knee aimed right at the inside of the biker's knee. And as he falls, yanks his foot up with all of his might. And the sound this man's leg made when Abdullah broke it sounded like splitting a two-by-four with a sledgehammer. <laughs> the blood-curdling scream froze everyone in horror as the biker's leg was now pointed in a completely different direction from the rest of his body. He quivered in shock with tears streaming down his face as some of the young wrestlers were bent over, heaving at the gruesome sight before them. Eric Hansen walked straight out the door wanting nothing to do with wrestling. It would take him a full year to muster up the guts to come back. Dan, call the ambulance. Charlie stands over the biker. Is that fake enough for you, tough guy? <laughs> Kings of the Ring, Episode 8. The Night It All Went Down. Julian Kane's Empire Wrestling Federation. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Ag Hall Locker Room. The new group of talent that Julian raided just walked in. Corporal Punishment, Killian Kavanaugh, and Michael Angel. The Empire wrestlers aren't quite sure how to react to their reputable talents being added to the locker room. Some are happy as they see opportunities to make money with these new faces. Others unhappy, feeling that's less money and fewer spots to go around. But oddly enough, no one is more surprised than the newcomers themselves as they all thought they were the only ones who made the jump. Killian Kavanaugh turns around and just notices corporal punishment. Fucking Jerry, what the fuck are you doing here? We've been working shows all week. Why didn't you tell me, you kayfabing fucker? Hey, brother, you kayfabe me too. Julian said to keep it to myself, so I did. They laugh and shake hands. Michael Angel, unsure of himself in this new environment, looks around the locker room. When he notices the door open, and the last person he expected to see enters the room. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Leroy looks happier than ever shaking everyone's hand. He turns and notices Michael. Leroy stops his conversation and walks straight to him. Did his father send Leroy after him? But Leroy approaches with his hand extended. Leroy, what are you doing here? Michael, you know I owe your old man everything. But let me shoot here. Your daddy treated me and talked to me like a goddamn slave. And when Julian came to me after his daddy's funeral, I jumped at the chance. The no-show in All South tonight was part of the deal we made. You dig? Michael immediately relaxes and feels kinship with his longtime friend and mentor who made the jump just like him to get out from underneath Bert Ironside. I get it, Leroy. You don't have to explain nothing to me. I know how he was with you. Well, forget about me. What are you doing here, Michael? You skipped the old man's show? No, I, I couldn't no-show, so I told Daddy about Julian's offer. And he fired me. Fired his own son? Damn! The jovial Leroy Brown sets his bag down and asks Sal Spinelli, Brother, I know this is my first day in Empire and all, but where are all the blowjobs? Hey, Leroy, we pay you money to wrestle. You get your own fucking rats. 
No man, the blowjobs, the young girls, and the crowd. Nothing but dudes and old ladies out there buying tickets. Hey, they're honest, loyal fans. Well, you lucky you brought this boy in. Leroy puts his arm around Michael Angel's hulking bodybuilder physique. Down south, this boy sells out every arena he works, every single night, and most of them is young pussy. Every chick wants this boy's dick. Leroy laughs as he playfully grabs Michael's package. Aw, oh, come on. Come on now, Leroy. Michael shyly laughs it off as he pushes him away. The real meaning of what Leroy's talking about resonates with several in the locker room, in particular the Tarzan kid, who sizes up Michael and suddenly feels he's lucky if he's third on the babyface totem pole now. Is this everybody, Louis? Uh, he's not here yet, but Julian tells me he has uh, one more ace in the hole. Interesting. Nigel Davies, Les Henderson, and Bob Walker's Southeast Championship Wrestling. Augusta, Georgia, Richmond County Civic Center. All right, listen up, everybody. Yes, it's true. Killian Cavanaugh was supposed to start tonight. He no-showed us. Oh, shit. And earlier tonight, we found out that Leroy Brown and Michael Angel no-showed Burt Show in Bossier, Louisiana. Oh, no, really? And I just got confirmation that every one of those sons of bitches are in Allentown, Pennsylvania as we speak, taping TV for Julian Kane's motherfucking Empire State Wrestling Federation. It has become clear that this is not just a border war between Charlie Gotch and Julian Kane fighting over Thor Hansen. Boys, we are at war. And it's coming from New York and Julian Kane. But we will not go gentle into that good night. We are going to fight back. Julian thinks he's won when he takes the top guys from the World Wrestling Alliance. But when one guy is removed, that means someone else can step up and elevate. That is a new spot. You got that? So which one of you is going to step up and break out? This is an opportunity for any of you. Liz Henderson watches this and gets fired up and motivated just like the boys. Bob Walker grows angrier and angrier at Julian as well, while Nigel Davies isn't even there. And remember, we got two things that Julian Kane don't got. We are on cable television. That means we are on anywhere in the country. And we got the best wrestler in the world, the top guy in our business, and the number one draw, the only undisputed world heavyweight champion, Diamond Donnie Gold. Iran. Turkish border. Iranian soldiers with guns pointed. A woman holds a baby in her arms and clutches the hand of another small girl. The soldier grabs the hand of the woman, pulling her away. Abdullah Akbar pleads with her and reaches out. She reaches out for him and he grabs her, but his hand passes through her arm like water and she screams. He calls out to his children, who literally melt before his very eyes. Abdullah wakes up in a cold sweat. 
and grabs the phone in a panic. It's his wife. My love, you must get us out of here. Yes, my heart of hearts. Everything is going as planned. Charlie spoke to Senator Friend yesterday. It is all arranged, but cannot happen until after Chicago. One more week, my sweetheart. You don't understand. We are in danger. They suspect Reza of being part of the resistance. Your brother? They arrest him. They will suspect us. I fear this. We cannot stay. My darling, you will be safe. You will be free. This I promise you. Soon we will be together. Chicago, Illinois, Rosemont Horizon. Nellie Gotch is at the box office, sent by his father to witness Abdullah's attack on Thor in person from the stands. No, sir, ringside's all sold out. The entire floor is gone. Well, what about the stands? Uh, there's some left in the upper deck. Definitely some single tickets. You want one of them? Listen, close to the ring as possible. Just one ticket. One ticket? Aw, oh, don't you got any friends or nothing? I have friends, but I just want one ticket. Okay, let's see. He opens a drawer. There. Oh, see? Nothing left on the floor. Oh, wait. He looks deeper and there's a ticket stuck to the side. We do have one ticket on the floor. Only one ticket on the entire floor? Nellie can't believe how well this show did. Oh, so you do have friends. Just the one ticket. Suit yourself, partner. Okay, let's see. Uh, ooh, it's right next to the aisle where the wrestlers walk out. If you're lucky, maybe one of them will give you a high five. Nellie gives him a dirty look. Nigel Davies, Les Henderson, and Bob Walker's Southeast Championship Wrestling, Atlanta offices. The secretary hands the telegram to Jesse James, who's at his desk. Jesse looks up with a raised eyebrow at what this could be. Thank you, Liza. He opens the telegram and reads it then sinks in his seat, staring blankly into space. Executive Suite Apartments, Atlanta, Georgia. Diamond Donnie Gold bops to his front door and opens to see who's greeting him. And it's none other than his top in-ring nemesis and best friend, the outlaw Jesse James. Brother! Jesse does not share his enthusiasm, and before being invited, takes his hat off and steps inside, right past Donnie. What's happening, Jesse? Jesse looks up at Donnie, his eyes slightly watering. Say it ain't so, Donnie. What? You are going to New York. Whoa, how'd you find that out? Oh, so it's true. Donnie takes a deep breath as he can't front anymore. Jesse, when you and the other boys in the WWE tell me I'm the best, it means the world to me. And I love being the top guy but it rips me up from the inside that people still think guys like Leroy Brown or Goliath or even Thor Hansen are the best. Come on, Donnie. Nah, Jesse, I'm serious. Julian Kane has plans for Empire, and I believe he can pull it off. And with me on top, I know this will happen. I know I'm the best. And now the world will know it. Donnie, we know it. And every fan that sees you in that ring knows it. But that's not everybody. Julian's made me see there's more that don't know me than do know me. And if I'm not a part of this, I fade away 
With Julian, I can be more than just a top drawer. I can be a celebrity. I need to do this. You were gonna no-show me tonight? <sighs> I'm sorry, Jesse. You're my brother. But this is what Julian wanted. It'll get me that much more over if I do. And you were gonna take the world title belt with you? It immediately legitimizes me in the world title belt if I go there as champion. If I beat Abdullah, that makes me the undisputed world heavyweight champion. And what about the belt? It makes the belt the number one belt in the world. This helps. Come on, Donnie. You take that belt to New York, and you kill the World Wrestling Alliance. You kill Southeastern, you kill All South, and everyone else who is connected to the WWA and that belt. Just crown a new champ while I represent the WWA in Empire. Is that the kind of horseshit Julian sold you on? The WWA world title has remained unbroken in 79 years. That 79 years where that belt passed along clean, protected, always a winner, always a loser. It's the most prestigious title in all of wrestling. And if you vacate that, then we're dead. It doesn't have to. Donnie, when you show up with that WWE world title belt on Empire TV and do the job to Abdullah, Thor Hansen, or whoever they want, they will bury you and in the process, bury every company that is part of the World Wrestling Alliance. Donnie doesn't know how to respond. Jesse exhales as he puts his hand through his graying hair in frustration. I just wish, I don't know. I just wish we had a chance, a fighting chance in this war. I mean, Julian won this before it even got started. Come up with me, he'll hire you in a second. I guarantee it. I know, Donnie. I know he would. Because he tried. He tried to bring me up. And I turned him down. And in all honesty, it's looking like I made the wrong choice. Donnie wishes he had words. But you do what you have to do, Donnie. It's the business. The worst part is, I have to lie to the boys. I have to stand in front of them tonight and tell them that we do have a shot. I have to lie to them and tell them that it's not over. And that's what really kills me right now. I just, I just wish we had a chance. As Donnie watches Jesse walk away, head held low, he shuts the door, turns and sees himself in the mirror, and then looks down and walks away. Julian Kane's Empire Wrestling Federation, Chicago, Illinois, the Rosemont Horizon. Abdullah steps away from his rented Cadillac behind the arena, carrying his bag with his wrestling gear. His heart is already pounding, his forehead sweating, his ears ringing as he walks towards the locker room door. He looks up and the arena is distorted and blurry, as if it were leaning towards him, taunting him, haunting him with what he has to do on this night. His trance is broken by a hard slap on his back from Dan Sanders. Dan, what are you doing here? It's a short drive from home. Thought I'd check in and say hi to the boys. Before they open the door, Dan puts his hand on Abby's shoulder and gently turns him 
and pushes him against the wall and speaks right up in his face so no one else can hear. Listen, Abby, I respect you. I always have. Dan looks to his right, then his left, to make sure no one is around. The word from the boys is, you're going to do the job for Thor tonight, and I don't like it. I was looking forward to a long run with you. Some great rematches where we can really make this stuff look legitimate, you and me. I felt invigorated. I can't do that with Thor. You can't do that with Thor. Abdullah, overcome by panic, grabs Dan by the shirt with both hands and looks deep into his eyes. Dan, are you my brother? Yes. To the end, no matter what. Yes, Abby, why? If if things go crazy out there, in the ring with Thor, if things change, do you have my back? Dan stands bug-eyed, thinking on Abdullah's words. And then he realizes what he's saying, and a huge, crazy-eyed grin forms on Dan's face. Absolutely, my brother. You can count on me. And I know if shit goes down, there'll be others that'll have your back too. Trust me. (laughs) Dan opens to go inside and holds the door for Abby. I'll be in one minute. I forgot something from the car. Dan shoots one last thumbs up before going back into the arena. Abdullah leans a hand against the closed door, bends over, and throws up. Thor Hansen. I told you, man, just call me Eric. No, Eric is the name of a man. Thor is the name of a god. And that's what you are. So it's time, Thor. You looked the part. Thor enters the room and sees a lady with needles in her mouth adjusting a red cape, while a man with glasses, a beard, and long frizzy brown hair picks up what looks like a Halloween costume. Jason here is a costume and makeup artist from Hollywood, as is Maggie. They've worked on all the great horror movies like Friday the 13th, and even working on the new Conan movie too. They sling the red cape to Thor's broad shoulders. This is pretty wild, dude. Uh, I don't know. Thor, this is you from now on. You're not just big Thor Hansen anymore. They put on a headband over his large head and struggle to attach another piece. You are going to represent goodness, power, and patriotism. Whoa, corporal punishment's here now. That's his gimmick. Thor, I'm going to give you some key advice right now. The first of many words of wisdom I'm going to hand to you. You want to succeed in this business, don't you? Well, yeah. To succeed in this world, you need to take what's yours by any means necessary. If someone has a gimmick that would get you over, then you take it. This is show business, not show friends. And I've seen you. You have all the tools, but you're too nice. You need to be a jerk. For example, stop selling so much in the ring. You are six foot eight and 300 pounds, for Christ's sakes. 
I'm only 6'6", and about 275. There you go again. Thor, you need to embrace your role as the top guy. As the world champion of not only Empire, but the entire sport. Julian turns Thor to face the body-length mirror. Standing behind Thor, he looks into his eyes in the mirror. Tonight, everything changes, and you are going to rule the world. Charlie Gotch held you back, not me. I am unleashing you on the world, which is yours to rule, if you take it. You are a living, breathing superhero. You are the fucking god of thunder. They complete the attachment as Thor looks into the mirror, at the blue and white straps and armor with red cape, and full Viking's wings on his head. You are Thor Hansen, the American Viking. Abdullah, 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 come. Abdullah Akbar walks over, his ears ringing. His body feels cold and numb. Thor is standing in his new warrior costume, Julian in his usual custom-made suit, while Louis the Greek puts his hand on his shoulder. Are you sick? You have fever? Can you work? Of course he can. Tonight is the largest gate empire has ever had outside of Madison Square Garden. Abdul is no fool. If he wants the biggest payday of his career, he'll work the damn match, sick or not. Abdullah nods without saying a word. Gentlemen, tonight is the night where Empire breaks through. We are a handful of tickets from an official sellout. We have outdrawn American Midwest wrestling head-to-head in their biggest town. We won. But that's only the beginning. After much discussion and debate, the decision was made for Thor Hansen to go over tonight. The Greek and Sal give each other a look, as there never was any debate. Julian never gave them a chance to. No more 60-minute broadways putting fans to sleep. The people need it quick. They need it now. Thor goes over in six minutes. Six minutes? For a little title? Yes, Louis. We are not only ushering in a new era for Empire, we are making a statement on the difference between Empire Wrestling and the good old wrestling from the South. And this match will be the first thing many people will see when they turn on Empire TV. Six minutes. Abdullah looks up at Thor and doesn't realize he's staring. Em, em, get problem? Abdullah shakes his head and looks down. Looks down at Thor's right leg. Prince Abdullah walks to the ring in a daze. Julian, the Greek, and Sal Spinelli watch from a set of five monitors backstage. Greek and Sal talk while Julian has his arms folded, intently watching everything. What's with the prince? Usually raises hell on the way to the ring. He's not doing nothing. Is he pissed about putting Thor over? Nah, he has too much love for the business. He never complained about doing job. And if he did, he would have said something to me. And Julian, I hate to say it, but you're right. 
Adding more crowd shots really does make a difference on the visuals. Huh, who's that? Eh, nothing. What? Uh, I thought I saw someone look familiar, but it couldn't be. I must have been seeing things. Who did you see? Um, I thought I saw Nellie Gotch. <laughs> Julian's concentration is broken, and his eyes dart to Sal. He grabs a headset and holds it up to his ear. Camera number two, scan ringside. The three of them stare at the number two monitor as it pans through the various fans at ringside. Yeah, like I said, I'm just seeing things. The excitement, the emotion of the night. I'm overcome. <laughs> Stop. Go back. The view moves left again. And sure enough, sitting around ten rows from the back is none other than Charlie Gotch's son, Nellie Gotch. Thor is dominating the EWF champion, tossing Abdullah around like a rag doll, choking him with his own kofia headscarf. What in the fuck is he doing here? And more importantly, why does he have that shit-eating grin on his face? Sal and Louie look at each other. Quickly, someone remind me of their history. Um, uh, uh, Nelly is Charlie's son. So what? Uh, Ch Charlie trained Abdullah. Uh, he was his top trainer later on. Yes, yes, uh, he was his uh, enforcer. Uh, very close, uh, very... The Greek pauses as the pieces fall into place. Very... Loyal. The three of them realize what's really happening. We have to stop this match. We can't. This is Thor's big moment. Can we do it in New York? No. It has to be in Chicago. It has to be in the heart of America. The heart of AMW. Can we just ring the bell or something when Thor puts on a submission to, to guarantee the finish? That would look like the shits. And uh, Thor doesn't do any submission. Uh, he barely knows how to wrestle. <laughs> Julian shoots Louis a dirty look. <laughs> <clears throat> we cannot change anything. This is the moment when Thor Hansen becomes the biggest star in the world. <sighs> Julian puts the headset down and runs out. The match continues as planned. Thor dominates Abdullah with power, and Abby doesn't resist. He takes it all, letting Thor shine. Uh, Louie, if Julian lets this match play out, and Abby shoots on Thor, can Thor handle himself? I, I don't know for sure, but I, I don't think so. If Julian lets that happen, is Empire fucked? I... I don't know, but it could be. I can't believe this is happening. Well, it doesn't have to be. Uh, we have options. Who? Michael Angel. I could tell he was Julian's number two choice. Uh, he could take the spot if we had to. What about Tarzan? He's your boy. Tonight is one-shot opportunity. If Abdullah double-cross us, he's not going to go down without a fight. Or both angel boys are tough as fighters as anyone in business. If we send Michael to the ring after the match to bump Abdullah to the floor, Michael is tough enough to make it happen. And then, Michael Angel would be the top guy. I'll go get him. Sal heads to the locker room, and Louis stares at the monitor with arms folded, biting his right thumbnail. Abby, Abby, what are you doing? Thor charges Abdullah in the corner, who raises a curved boot, and Thor smashes his face into it, and Abdullah's first offensive move of the match. Nelly Gotch stands in the standing room only sea of Empire fans on the arena floor.
Why are you here? Nellie turns to see Julian Kane right in his face. Oh, Julian. Nice to see you. I just came to see Abdullah's match. We go way back, you know. Uh, he's practically my brother. So happy to see him in this big match. He says with a smug look on his face. The usual calm, cool, and collected Julian is becoming unhinged. He pulls Nellie up by the shirt. What are you planning? Tell me why you're here. Their faces inches apart. <laughs> Just watch, Julian. The finish. It's always the best part. <laughs> Julian hauls off and punches Nellie, who flies into the fans nearby, spilling beer everywhere. Julian runs to the aisle and strides towards the ring. A Rosemont Horizon security guard stops him. Julian throws his arms off and hurls him to the ground and goes to the timekeeper's table, grabs the hammer, and turns to face the ring. Abdullah has Thor headlocked and rakes his face on the top rope. Thor falls to one knee as he extends his arm to the fans for aid, just like Jesse James would always do. Abdullah knows in this short of a match, this will be the only offense he'll get before Thor makes his comeback and they go home. But he's panicking. It must be now. Abdullah grabs Thor by the head one more time and jabs him in the forehead with his thumb to look like he's sticking him in the eyeball. Thor falls to his back. Abdullah stands above him, holding his feet with his hands. Thor lays there, completely vulnerable, completely at Abdullah's mercy, helpless, just like that biker all those years ago, without any idea about what's about to happen and how his life will be forever changed. The bright lights of the ring haze his vision. Abdullah sees his wife falling in love, their two daughters, and them growing up without him. And then he sees himself wrestling in the Olympics, representing his home country of Iran and the pride of winning for his people. Then he sees himself meeting Charlie Gotch, who introduced him to an entire new world. His loyalty to the man who gave him so much. The man who made him a professional wrestler. The times on the road, in the gym, at the bars, in the ring, with his brothers. The honor, the code, the brotherhood they share. The brotherhood. Thor's right knee. Now. Break his fucking leg. He. He can't. Abby, wake up. He holds Thor's right foot, then spins his right leg around Thor to apply a figure four leg lock. Thor shoves him off with his other foot. Abdullah is completely ethereal at this point, like an out-of-body experience, as Thor blasts him with punch after punch before nailing him with a big clothesline and covers him. One, two, three. Thor tosses Abby to the floor like an old bag of laundry. Over 17,000 fans cheer wildly as Abdullah walks down the aisle, head hung low, with all attention on the man in the ring. All 
except one man, Nellie Gotch, who leans into the aisle with a fresh trickle of blood smeared across his lower lip. As Abdullah walks by, he sees Nellie. We had a deal. You can kiss your family goodbye. Abdullah is curled up in the hallway, head in his hands, crying. <laughs> get up! Louis lifts Abdullah up and pushes him against the wall. I know, Abdullah. I know. How much? How much did he pay you? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Don't lie to me, Abdullah. Nelly was here in the building. I don't know what went wrong, but we know what was supposed to happen. I, I, I couldn't do it, Louis. I could not. Thor answered. He's my brother. Everyone who stepped into that ring with me is my brother. This business give me so much. How much money did Charlie Gotch pay you? No money. I speak truth. He offered my family. He offered to bring my wife and my daughters here from Iran. Full citizenship. Everything. Everything. Louis exhales and pulls Abby's head into his shoulder, realizing what he sacrificed. Abby. Oh, Abby. Julian will take care of you for your loyalty to the business, for your loyalty to him. A red-hot Thor Hansen bathed in sweat and adrenaline in the giant EWF title belt in his hands. Jesus Christ, Abdullah, what the fuck you doing to me out there? Freezing up out there, making my match look bad, making me look bad? He doesn't even notice the tears across Abby's face and his embrace with Louie. Don't you ever pull that shit like that with me again, asshole. Let someone find a camera and start taking pictures with me in the belt. Get the champagne. The champ is here. <laughs> Julian stomps his way in. He strides straight to Abdullah and sticks his finger right in his nose. As soon as Charlie said one word, you should have told him to go fuck himself. Julian, let me explain what he did. It's not what you think. You're fired. Now get the fuck out of my locker room. Julian, please. Abdullah, fuck off right now. Abby slinks away as Louis tries to defend but him. Julian, he made the right choice. You think we can ever trust him again after this? He's fucking gone, Louis. Gone. Queens, New York. Queens Boulevard Apartments. Abdullah Akbar steps into his empty apartment. He drops his Halliburton suitcase of gear on the floor as the door swings shut. He takes a deep breath as he reaches for the phone. My goodness. I cannot wait to come. There was a, a problem at the embassy. What do you mean? Uh, they say now isn't a good time for pulling anyone out of Iran. Uh, there is paperwork we need. We just have to wait a little longer. Maybe next year. <laughs> Nigel Davies, Les Henderson, and Bob Walker's Southeast Championship Wrestling, Atlanta, Georgia, The Omni.
Okay, okay, settle down. Settle down. All right. No bullshit. I'm going to shoot straight with you, boys. Donnie Gold ain't coming tonight. He's gone up to New York. What do you mean? I, I know. It gets worse. And he took the WWA belt with him. What? That's it. Jesse, what are we going to do? Crown a new champ? That title's never been vacated in 80 years. <clears throat> I, I know, I, I know. It's been unbroken up to uh, this this point. But the show must go on. Now, I'm the booker, and Bob Walker is co-owner. So Bob's filling in for Donnie tonight. He and I will wrestle for the vacated title, and then we will move forward. Oh, oh. What do you mean? Well, we have one of the old six-man title belts. Uh, we're going to use that for our world title oh, no. uh, until we get a proper world title belt made. That's it. Really? We're finished. I, I know, I know. J just listen. Straight it out. You think I'm going to let you two wrestle for that piece of tin? Everyone turns around, and standing in the doorway is none other than Diamond Donnie Gold with a belt over his shoulder. Donnie, what are you doing here? Listen, Jesse, I may be going up to New York, but I can't leave you high and dry. He sets his bag down and takes off his jacket. You've been chasing this belt all year long with no payoff. Let me give you that at least, and give you a fighting chance. Jesse can barely contain himself. He grabs Donnie's hand and raises it and faces the locker room. What do you say, boys? One last time, the outlaw Jesse James versus Diamond Donnie Gold for the world heavyweight title. Woo, yeah, now we're talking. Oh, yeah. It was a power-packed first eight episodes that brought us to this point that really only took up a couple of months of time uh, in the Kingsverse. The rest of season one should take us through the rest of 1984. So don't forget, the Breaking Kayfabe for episode eight, a podcast series available exclusively on kingsotr.com. And more thanks to our special guest cast members, L.A. Smooth, Cyrus Fees, who will be back, plus Mana Sports Media Productions. And most of all, thank you for listening to Kings of the Ring. <laughs>